Hey everyone, you're listening to the Commander's Brew Podcast. And around here, we want to bring you the funnest EDH decks possible on a reasonable budget. So, if you're a Commander player who loves an interesting brew, we're the cast for you. Hey, if you've been here a while and you're loving what we do, consider supporting our show by subscribing on YouTube or giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Or, the biggest and best support is over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash commandersbrew, where you can support us directly while joining other like-minded commander players on our Discord. But without further ado, this week's episode is Ave Progenitor Ooze. Hello, everybody. It is episode 299 of the Commander's Brew. We are yep. inching ever closer to episode 300. What do we have in store for episode 300, you ask? <laughs> You'll see in a week's time. We do have something in store. We do have something in store. I, ho- I hope, I hope, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like, oh, I don't want to like overhype it, but I don't also don't want to underhype it. I just hope nothing i hope nothing happens and we have to preempt the episode in any way right yeah that would be i yeah no i don't want to view it out of order or anything like that like i no 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 i, no. Wanted... I don't want i don't want anyone to miss episode 300 no 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 and i i don't want any weird like i don't want to see episode 301 and then say that like oh we got something special planned for 300 like don't worry it's coming like and then like do one of those things where like we wait like we've done that in the past right like we have we have, we have. and i did, we definitely neither of us wanted to do that this time no no so you will definitely see episode 300 next week and uh it's going to be great it's going to be great okay uh Sean what's happening um how have you been what's there's a lot of new magic cards out there yes i mean i mean we'll we'll we will obviously dig into it a little bit later Mm -hmm. but uh modern horizons 2 is dropping spoilers coming out left right and center new legendaries to brew around we can't wait to bring you some of those um i have a question for you yeah what do you think about these sets that aren't like set on any given plane you know what I mean? Oh. Like, it's always nice to be able to picture everything happening within, like, a little story, within, like, a certain location. I can kind of grasp what's happening and, like, the sort of context of everything. This one is so weird because it spans many different, you know, locations in the multiverse. And it kind of feels like everything is just kind of happening wishy-washy all over the place and, like, kind of like a, like a featureless void. Well, okay, when you I, I went to art school for a brief period and the definition of a horizon mm. is like at the farthest point you can see. Oh, okay. So so when they gave us modern horizons, presumably that was like now we're expanding our view of modern to the edge. This is as far as you can see in modern. So really the question to me is like where is these where's this extra horizon coming from? Modern horizon horizon. The horizon of Modern Horizon? The, So would that be that if you're at the horizon, there's a next horizon? Well, I mean, maybe this is the philosophical point because you can never be at the horizon. Indeed. You can't. You it's can't like, be at the horizon. It's like if you're walking, if you take half the distance to the wall, and uh-huh. you keep taking half the distance, 
even though you'll forever be moving forward, technically, you will never reach yes. the wall. Yes, Zenu's paradox. I remember one time someone saying that to me, and I understood what was happening, and I just went, yeah, you would. Sure you would. You'd eventually get there. You're walking <laughs> you forward. Yeah. <laughs> Just the average person them? walks. <laughs> average person walks at about yeah. ten, you know, at about four kilometers per hour. How big is this room? Hundred meters. Uh, just do the math. Just divide it. Once I get like a millimeter close, like my foot is bigger than that, I just get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Zenu. Sorry, Zenu. Sorry, Zenu. Why don't you go start a new religion? Based <laughs> around some real science. I can't wait, by the way, till the Scientology magic set. I think it's going to be good. I mean, it's inevitable, right? <laughs> we like, get the Xenu legendary creature. It's going to be awesome. The day that the satirical magic set comes out will be a great day. The, the one that's not about magic, right? Yeah. Like, we've got yeah. some satirical magic sets looking inward, right? Right. We don't have any that look outward right. and, and right. aim to satirize outside influences and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to get the political cartoonist magic set. It's going to be awesome. Oh, my God. And that, Well, have you seen some of the D&D art? I have not. Like, it looks like drawings. Or maybe is that Modern Horizons? Uh, oh, boy. Too many cards. Well, but there's some that look like pencil drawings. Yes. Like they're sort of roughed in, which that's like a political cartoon. That's true. I think those are Modern Horizons because I've definitely seen the mo- a bunch of the Modern Horizons cards that look like that. Okay, I haven't got to be, and I know that some of the D and D like like I don't know how many, but then like uh, one or two didn't they like preview? Yes, something? they they look like they look like the like the Monsters Manual, the original Monsters Manual drawings. Okay, I gotta look. I gotta look this up because I didn't. I didn't see. Forgotten Realms is the name of the set, right? Adventures right. in the Forgotten Realms. Right. Okay, these look great. Oh, these are fun. Oh, Brunor. Brunor Battlehammer. He's in the player's the player's handbook. You he's like the he's like the I, I don't know anything else about D outside of the player's handbook. So he okay. might be a storied character, I don't know. But I know that he's like the the when you're building the character, when you're reading the building the character part, that's the guy you like, you know, you they, they guide you through the building process by saying, We're building Brunor together. Oh, cool. So I don't know, but he exa- he like also may well be a really famous and storied D and D character, but I only know him from the like um bless you. So many sneezes, I gotta blow my nose. It's because of all I the dwarf it. talk. That's why. Dwarf warrior. I was wondering what they were going to do with, like, the classes. Like, are we going to see fighter? You know? But I guess not, because we got warrior here, which I, I guess is the magic, the gathering version of it. Well, we had we had classes that were relevant in uh, the Zendikar set recently. Like clerics, mm-hmm. wizards, rogues, and warriors. I guess it would have been warrior. So that, that I should have known from that 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 would be... That would be fighter, kind of. Yeah. Um, anyways, I mean, we're not even, we're not there yet, right? Like, we're still in. We're not there yet. We're still, we're still we haven't even done the Modern Horizons 2 set review, and we're talking about the, the D&D set. So. Jeez, jeez. It's too much. It's too much. We got to dial it back. We got to dial it back. We'll dial it back. Well, let's let's get back on track by thanking the, the people for listening, okay? There we go. Here we go. Ready? Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you. you for for 
you know, consuming the podcast consumption, <laughs> uh, our consuming our content. Uh, we we truly could not do this without you. Mm-mm. Having ears to get into is the main thing about all this, or eyeballs, if you're watching the YouTube one, if you also do that. Uh, thanks to everybody who has gone to our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash commandersbrew, and helped out financially. That is enormous. Um, truly, such a great help. Helps so much. Getting in our Discord, hanging out, cracking jokes about memes, throwing like personal deck ideas, and having the Discord crew kind of work on some stuff that way helping us do kind of show ideas um some of those make it into lost cards at the main episode itself of course uh thank you to everyone doing that and if if you want to help you're like well i don't have the cash to do that that's great that's that's fine we don't we don't need all of that how about a, a like and a subscribe on youtube or a nice review on your podcast app of choice how about when you're buying magic cards you use our tcg player link you click through uh, we get a little slice of that action. But if you are a Canadian listener, we do have the best deal for you. We have actual discount on your magic cards through the Wizard Tower. Let's hear an ad for them now. We're proud Canadian podcasters, and we're proud to be sponsored by one of Canada's premier card stores, the Wizards Tower, wizardtower.com. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code, Brew Strixhaven, to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free, as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. Cabarol pen. Okay, let's get into this week's uh, deck tech. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. It's Ave Progenitor Ooze from Modern Horizons 2. Uh, an interesting card. I, there's two mono green storm cards in this set. There is, which is wild to me. Um, and uh, we, you've chosen one of them here, obviously. And what what route are we going with Ave? So let's. So Ave is brand new. A lot of people might not know Ave yet. Uh, let's read what Ave is. Ave Progenitor Ooze, two green, green, green. That's a mana value of five. Legendary creature Ooze, two, two. Storm. Just in case you never dealt with Storm before, uh, when you cast this spell, copy it for each spell cast before it this turn. Copies become tokens. Uh, this is a permanent, so the cop- copies of the permanents become tokens. Ave Progenitor Ooze isn't legendary if it's a token. That's how you get, so you get yeah. to copy it a bunch of times with other tokens. And Ave enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each other ooze you control. So the way the stack is set, you put Ave on the stack by casting it. The storm trigger goes off. All those copies go above Ave on the stack. The token copies enter the battlefield first, and the proper card of Ave which is your only commander. The tokens do not count as your commander. The proper Ave hits the battlefield last and comes in with the most plus one, plus one counters. Oh, very interesting. So your main one's your biggest one. Um, So if you cast four spells, Ave being the fourth, you get for each... So you, Ave isn't... So you'll get four copies... Mm-hmm. Ave plus three copies. I should be I should be specific. You get four versions of Ave. The one you cast and the three copies for the three other spells you cast. Um, 
So you'll have four on the battlefield, and Ave, the last one, will be a 6-6. Six, six. No, 5-5 five, five for each other ooze. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's so that, but it is important. Just to, count them up. Yeah, count it's important up. to get that down, right? Because like I, that is the first thing that I would be confused about when it comes to a card like this. Because we've never seen Storm on a creature before, right? Um, we've seen... Um, was there a Storm Crow? Is there not a Storm Crow that makes crows? I don't... Yeah, maybe. I thought there was. Uh, but we haven't seen one on a legendary creature, that's for sure. That's uh, for so sure. So that bit of that bit of text is interesting. So, like, it hasn't really, I guess, been super relevant in Commander until probably this moment. So, so yeah, it, it when you cast it, it, you copy it for each spell you cast before it. Um, so if you cast three before it, you get three copies, but you still get the original. So it's four aves in total. And then, yeah, with three plus one plus one counters, <clears throat> the, the, your ave, Sim- right. like, simplify it with smaller numbers, right? It's like, it's, it, that's what I always do with storm when I'm, when I'm thinking of it. Cause otherwise it can get really like, woo. Huh? Um, right. But I, I, it's exciting. It's cool. I, I think this is great. And I love it that it's in this, I love that it's in mono green to start with. Right. And so how are we going to do this? Right. Like, so, so first I want to clarify, we're not going to do like ooze tribal. Obviously, if you put a bunch of oozes out, Ave, you just got to cast one Ave and Ave is giant, but we're not going to do ooze tribal. We're not going to focus on the plus and plus encounter aspect, although you could, but much like many storm decks, we're going all in on the storm. Uh, we're hoping to set up our engine, set up our big storm turn where we can just cast Ave with a storm count of 10 or something like that and put like because the the power and toughness you're putting on the battlefield grows uh linearly so like 10 Aves doesn't mean you've put 10 power and toughness you've put 10 plus 9 plus 8 plus 7 it becomes a very large number right um that's what we're going for so we we are a storm deck through and through and that means the risk is it is possible to peter out and the storm engine doesn't get put together we can't draw enough cards we can't get enough mana we don't get the right pieces and the deck does nearly nothing <laughs> that is that is the price you pay for running a storm deck but it's a mono green storm deck uh i've never seen one before i've never made one before i'm very excited green is built to do this because what do you want in a storm deck you need card draw yeah. and cheap or ideally free spells so you put cards in your hand and you cast them for free or cheap to get that storm count up and then you just explode well green has ways of making spells cheap by making creatures cost less Mm. green is good at doing that green is also good at rewarding you by letting you draw cards when you do cast creatures or when creatures do come into the battlefield so that's how we're going to do it and we're going to focus on artifact creatures um that's that's our main angle because artifact creatures can become zero cost creatures if we reduce them right that's the plan so let's talk in some of our vegetables here. A couple of the key cheapeners we're going to run. Um, first up is Nylea Keen-Eyed. Three and a green. Legendary enchantment creature. God. Indestructible. Five, six. As long as your devotion to green is less than five, Nylea isn't a creature. Ave comes with f- three devotion to green. Nylea brings one. You only need one more pip to make Nylea green. So Nylea will be a creature when we're going off and doing our thing. Mm. Plus the copies have the copies of Eve have the same devotion. So 
that'd be another interesting angle to go. We can get massive devotion yeah, to right. green that way. Um, but here's the key. Nylea Kenai says creature spells you cast cost one less, and we can pay three to reveal the top card. If it's a creature, put it in our hand. Well, I don't expect to do that a lot, but Nylea Kenai creatures cost one less. How about this is a cool one. I forgot about this card. I kind of it's, it's in the most recent commander set, but I've, I've not really delved too deep in it as a root channeler. I was so sorry. I was just going to ask you're talking about Nylea or as a root channeler Nylea. Wait, Nylea makes creatures cheaper. Yeah, no, and sorry. Which one were we talking on about the, 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 that you forgot about? Was it Nylea that you forgot about? Oh, as okay. Root. Sorry. Because I was going to say, yeah. I, I also forgot about Nylea. <laughs> oh. How much is she, by the way? Nylea is 350. Not tri- bad. About tree fitty. About <laughs> tree fitty. Not bad. Okay. All right. Let's see about yeah. this as a root channeler. Ezra Channeler, you know, spoiler, two gumballs, 50 cents. Bit of a uh, laugh. Five and a, five and a green for a four, six tree folk druid with reach. Creature spells you cast yes. cost X less to cast where X is the amount of life you gain this turn. Tap, what? you gain two life. So Ezra Channeler will tap and make all of our artifact creatures too cheaper. Unreal. And all our regular creatures also. Uh, so between Nalia, Ezru, we're looking at three cheaper. These are not the only ones we run. Thanks to secret packs. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Times. I'm sorry. No, it's, I'm Time wrong. Spiral. Time Spiral yeah. Remastered. Uh, Cloud Key. I, I just love that been... that's what we call that set on this show now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what do we actually mean again? Uh, mystery, mystery booster. Mystery booster. I, I always have to think of, okay, what's another word for secret? What's another word for pack? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I do it. Yeah, okay, anyway, sorry. So this card used to be 35 bucks, but it's down to five bucks. Cloud key, three mm. mana for an artifact. As it enters the battlefield, choose artifact, creature, enchantment, instant or sorcery. Spells you cast of the chosen type cost one less. We're probably going to choose creature. There's a world where you choose artifact. Oh, no, you can't choose artifact with the. Oh, no, you can't. Yeah, yeah. What can't you choose? Planeswalker. Yeah, Planeswalker. Um, so, yeah. So, no problem. Well, So, so we've got and we've got a couple of more ways uh, artifact creatures can can become basically free. Incredible. Let's talk about some ways to draw. Andy, What? how are we going to draw more cards? Uh, one of the best is Beast Whisperer. Two green green for the two three. Uh, Elf Druid, whenever you cast a creature spell, draw a card. So just write on cast there, which is nice because even if something gets countered or whatever, you can still have it uh, draw the card. Uh, Soul of the Harvest, uh, four green green. So just a much bigger version, six mana, six, six with trample. Whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. So this is obviously the upside of the... Um, of it being the ETB thing means that like blinking and stuff works with it, but I'd imagine that we're still working with just simply casting these creatures and getting it to happen. Yeah. Um, and then we also have uh, Zendikar Resurgent, which is a big spell. Five green green for the enchantment. When you tap a land for mana, add one mana to your mana pool of that type, of any type that land produced. Uh, that would be any of the colors plus colorless. Very interesting. And then whenever you cast a creature spell, you draw a card. So Zendikar Resurgent just coming out being like, what's that card? What's that spell? Mana? Mana? It's like a mana. Mirari's Way? No, there's like another, like the original is like an enchantment that's like mana. Mana Reflection? That's it. That's it. Thank you, Sean. Uh, it's that okay. plus just a Beast Whisperer on there, which is yeah. <laughs> incredible, right? This is everything we want. Seven mana, yeah, but like once in this type of deck this is the type of deck where 
uh, doubling mana at at once you have seven mana is actually something you want to do. It's not just win more. It's simply win. You need this mana to win the game sometimes. Yeah, right? Like when we're going into our storm turn, like we want as much mana as possible. Uh, so let's talk a moment about our artifact creatures. They're mostly within the two to four CMC range. That was where I aimed to keep them. I intentionally skipped Ornithopter and like that little, the, what is it, the zero cost Memnite. one one Memnite. I skipped Memnite because those cards don't do enough if we're not storming. Right. Um, and, and the deck is built to get two and three CMCs down to zero anyway. Mm -hmm. So we shouldn't need an Ornithopter. Right. Uh, that, that's not where we're at. And so there's plenty of two mana artifact creatures that generate mana. Zendikar Resurgent doesn't reward us for those. Zendikar Resurgent rewards us for the land, but this is a great way we're going to get, we're going to ramp pretty effectively with all of these mana creatures uh, that are artifacts. They mostly give us colorless. It doesn't matter because we're casting colorless things for the most part anyway. Mm -hmm. um, they all either, or maybe they search for lands, maybe they draw us cards, or the other key factor is I've tried to include unusually big boys. Mm -hmm. uh, these, are, these will be artifact creatures that have large power and toughness with a little bit of a drawback but again you'll see why in a moment because uh that's kind of the setup that's what we're building towards i think it's time we get into our late moves working on a meat all right what could we possibly be looking at here after that explanation well, i'm very interested to see what's happening well, I mean, one of the keys is, right, like this is the, 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 uh, the our goal of storming in with our commander and our opponents will see it coming because our commander is in the command zone. Right. It's not a secret. We are, we want to create oodles of power and toughness among all of our copies of our ooze and attack for a win. So one way we're going to do this to not let our opponents prepare for it. So Andy, what are, what's part of our package to do that? Uh, looks like number one is Vivian champion of the wilds, which is a three mana planeswalker, two and a green for uh, Vivian. It's the war, of the spark one. It's so it has the, um, uh, the static ability. You may cast creature spells as though they had flash, which is nice. Uh, four loyalty planeswalker plus one is until your next turn up to one target creature gains vigilance and reach. And then minus two is look at the top three cards of your library, exile one face down, and put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. For as long as it remains exiled, you may look at that card and you may cast it if it's a creature spell. So we kind of get this like draw ability as well as this semi sort of protection if something, you know, is out there that we can protect Vivian with. But my uh, me thinks this is here for the static ability mostly. Yeah, like we can do everything we need to do to achieve our storm goals on an opponent's end step yeah. if we're able to do it at flash. So, yeah, happy to do that. Uh, speaking of kind of things being quicker with flash, Crashing Drawbridge is an incredible card. Two mana for an artifact creature wall. It's an 0-4 with Defender, of course, and it has tap. Creatures you control gain haste until end of turn. It's the new uh, Concordant Crossroads. <laughs> it's what this yeah. card is, right? It goes yeah. in green decks when you want haste, is what this does. And you can't afford the 80 bucks. Yeah. 
or I'm she's is it even more now because it's I don't know. probably reserve list or something. Anyways, but crashing drawbridge is a wonderful option. It's a wonderful card. It's a wonderful budget option. That that it's a common uh, that gives your creatures haste. Just 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 remember, like, uh, just don't do what I do and think that it has haste because it doesn't. Uh, it does. Not. So you can't like drop all your creatures, then drop crashing drawbridge and be like, ha ha. It's like no no no. You gotta have that drawbridge down there first. Yeah. Um, and then we also have uh, Gaunti's Ether Heart. Uh, yeah, this is the six mana legendary artifact. Whenever uh, it or another artifact enters the battlefield under your control, you get two energy, and then you can pay uh, eight energy. Eight, eight energy. I hate, hate, hate. Three, how that's uh, three. Adi- I know. I agree with just, you. Just put a number. Just put eight. a number with the energy symbol. Um, three additional artifacts. Gaunti gives you your first two. Mm-hmm. Three additional artifacts gets you to eight. And then you can pay that eight and then exile this card and then uh, take an extra turn, which is kind of the same thing as giving things haste or casting them all uh, with flash on your opponent's end step type of thing. Yeah. I mean, if we have to do this on our own turn with a Gaunti's Ether Heart out, we can storm out cast Eve, get a bunch of those oozes, and then just take an extra turn to sort of to let them attack that way we, we, we want to. So I'm happy to do that. I want you to write a Weird Al karaoke version of Who's That Girl by Eve and yeah. make it be Who's That Slime? La 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 la. <laughs> Abe's That Slime. La, yeah. Or ooze, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooze. Ooze that slime. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, better. That's, better. that's better. Yeah, okay, we're getting there. By Abe. <laughs> By Abe. Uh, this this is a f- super fun little combo, um, and it just like it's just so fun. So imagine you resolve a Tangle Root. That's a three mana artifact. Whenever a player casts a creature spell, that player adds green. It does help the table, but. Maybe uh, maybe my artifacts are cheaper. We are running like a Jorah's Familiar, so certain certain cards that we run make artifacts mm-hmm. cheaper or historic spells cheaper instead of just creatures. So we could cast this for two as well, maybe zero if we get the right pieces. And so now, every time we cast a creature, even if it costs zero or if it costs one, we, it, we put a green back in our mana pool. So it effectively costs zero, and we have the possibility of gaining mana. Combine this card with Life Crafter's Bestiary, three generic for an artifact at the beginning of your upkeep, scribe one. Right. And whenever you cast a creature spell, you may pay green. If you do, draw a card. Those two in combination, if you stack the trigger correctly, they're both cast triggers. The first cast trigger will be Tangle Root, giving me that green mana. And the second cast trigger will be Life Crafter's Bestiary, letting me spend that very mana to draw a card. So the two together. They create become, a Beast Whisperer. <laughs> they create a Beast Whisperer, but Beast Whisperer can't, can't net us mana if we're paying zero for creatures, right? We st- we still are earning mana. We're, we're still. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess it'll still yeah, not be if just you're paying zero, so, for the, right, the yeah. draw for Life Right, right, right. Yeah, if you're in that position, so, so I mean, it's it's a very neat move but it, in my. Opinion. It is just nice that that it uh, like you could have one of those creatures out there that draws you cards, like a, like a beast whisperer. On top of this, and you can gain the mana. You can choose if you want to spend it on this or or what. Like it just seems like a sweet deal, no matter what you're doing with it. Really. Yeah, I'll take this opportunity to remind everyone that Ave costs three green. And two mm-hmm. mana value five. That's right. So you you can't get that cost lower than three. So you're gonna need to hang on to three green, three fours, something like that in some manner to get this going. Yeah, 
yeah, good call. Good good call to to remember that. But luckily, this is a mono green deck, so yes, we're not going to be having too much trouble finding three green pips. Just don't forget to spend all your color mana and have only colorless left over. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah. Uh, what's next here? Ooh, this is a fun one. Uh, th- I mean, if we're doing this kind of system, we might as well run Ancestral Statue. Um, it's four generic artifact creature golem, three, four. When it enters the battlefield, return a non-land permanent you control to its owner's hand. So we'll pick, if Ancestral Statue costs zero, we will return Ancestral mm. Statue and cast it again for zero. Maybe draw cards, maybe make Tangle Root mana, doesn't matter. But we can get infinity storm count as long as we have may draw a card option yeah, I was gonna we, say. <laughs> we, we can't deck ourselves up i forget if beast whisper is a may i or mean not. pretty sweet even if you make like 50 you know we draw 50 yeah. cards you're Just still pretty the bottom safe, of the deck you know yeah yeah, yeah, get yeah. 50 or get 50 ave copies and you'll be all sure right. sure 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 um and you know if we're worried we can get our storm like maybe we've cast Ave once already. We can use Ancestral Statue to return Ave to our hand and cast Ave again for extra storming. That's interesting. Like, is there a point in this deck? Like, what's the what's the the lowest number you would want to storm Ave off into? Is it like five? I mean, yeah. Like, like I five is kind of the lowest. To be functional, it seems pretty, that, that, even that seems maybe it's a bit too low, right? Because it's a bit too low. I would want to know that I had like an Endray's Forerunners in hand mm. or um, Garrick's up. What's the the beast? The the one with Garrick on it. That yeah. it's like a, it's an overrun Anna card draw spell. We're running that in the deck. Yeah, What's great it card. Called? Garrick's something mad. He's angry and he's yelling. He's going like this. Rah! And there's a bunch of leaves floating <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, Garrick's mad spell. <laughs> yeah, Garrick's mad spell. Um, anyway, so like if I had something like that in my hand and I knew I could pump the team up a lot, I would be willing to go a bit lower. But yeah, I'm waiting for the big turn. We want to do the big turn. You want to do the big turn. So you want to get up into get the, the double digits. Going. Ideally. Ideally, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, like obviously we want it to be as high as possible, but... If there's a point where, like, okay, my opponents are getting wise to my thing. They're starting to come after me a little bit now. Do I just do this? In that situation, would you just go ahead and do it for, like, eight or nine? Or would you still be like, I got to do this for 15, otherwise they're going to kill me, or 20 or something? Yeah, I. it's interesting because, like, on the way, one of the reasons the card draw, like, this is a storm deck, so we can fail miserably. Um, one of the things that can happen is that you can cast your little creature's to maybe you cast a sky scanner to draw a card maybe you cast a skittering surveyor to draw a land uh and you you play those cards and you're like well i'm i'm kind of i'm almost ready but i don't have any cards left mm. so now you're kind of screwed uh if that's how it goes uh that's why we're running cards like life's legacy this is why i alluded earlier that we wanted like chunky artifact creatures so life's legacy is a one and a green sorcery as an additional cost sack a creature draw cards equal to the sacrifice creature's power so imagine if early on in the game just while we're building up we cast a relic golem that's a three mana artifact that just came out from uh, most recently, very recent, Zendikar Rising. Uh, can't attack or block unless an opponent has eight or more cards in the graveyard. Two, tap, 
target player mills two cards. But it's a 6-6 six, six for three, or maybe a 6-6 six, six for one, mm. uh, that we can use life uh, Life's Legacy to turn into six more cards. Um you know, we're running Traxos, Scourge of Krug in the deck. That's a four mana seven seven with trample. It comes into play tapped, but we have so many artifact yeah. creatures which are historic spells. Traxos is a bit of a win condition on their own. Yeah. Like you can be like all tech with Traxos, and then in my second main I'll cast another dorky artifact creature, untap Traxos all the time. Uh, that's a pretty slick move too. Or we can cash him in for seven cards. Like we've got a few of these. That are meant to, and, and, and I hinted at it earlier, a, a few of our non-artifact creatures, we, like, obviously run a crater hoof if you've got one, but we're doing the Endray's Forerunners, the cheap, the, the poor man's crater hoof. Uh, yeah, ways to pump up the team or draw some cards isn't, because we, we our board gets littered with artifact creatures. So if we're like, well, I can't storm, but I've got tons of artifact creatures, so I'll just give them plus three, plus three and trample and call it a day. Uh, it's, oh man, I'm looking for that Garrick card. I, I just can't. I don't think it's got Garrick in the name. It's just Garrick by picture. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I don't think, yeah. Okay, anyways. Um, okay, well, uh, that, I, I like, especially really like these big, chunky artifact guys. I think this is a fun aspect of the deck. And Traxos seems like just an auto- include right like you can this is such an easy easy include you're untapping this guy all the time return of the wild speaker return of the wild speaker ah, i'm back babies that's what he's saying in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i th that's like it's so funny because it is one of my favorite cards that's been printed recently i i like plug it in every green deck it's yeah Draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-human creatures you control, or non-human creatures you control get plus three plus three. So yeah, great for the, great for the uses, great for the slimes. Really good card. Uh, okay, well yeah, that seems like that's, that's the gist, that's of, the gist it, of it, right? Yeah. It's a storm deck, right? It either works or it doesn't, but we've got a couple of de tools in there to help push it over the finish line if we're barely just short on gas for the storm turn. Great. Um, Let's uh, thank some some Discord folks who helped uh, put this one together. Let's do it. Thank you to Chiefy, Beppo, Micah, Eternities Crafter, Doomfrog, Beauregarden, Pips Don't Lie, Madison, Dylan, PH, Jamon, Jason Belk, McFisticuff, Dan, just Dan, T Coats, Papa Dio, Slothbear55, Liftamangero. Uh, <laughs> if I forgot your name, it's because there was a million suggestions in the Discord and I missed it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll get you next time. Uh, but you thank the Discord folks, which means it is now time for the budget report. So where did this one land us, Sean? Is it? Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. I forgot to write it down. Artifacts this was, can be uh, dangerous, right? So this one was like 120. Okay, that's not bad. But we can easily get that below 100 because. One of the cards we're running is Guardian Project, mm. which is one of the great ways to... I'll, I'll tell you right now, all the money in this deck is what we call, would consider staples. Um, mm. It is the unfortunate truth of Commander that like certain cards... I mean, that's why they cost so much. They're staples. They go in all the green decks. Guardian Project is a four-mana enchantment. Whenever a non-token creature enters a battlefield under your control, if it doesn't have the same name as another creature you control or a creature card in your graveyard, draw a card. 
that's all creatures in Commander, uh, except for some very peculiar cases. Yeah. Um, it's the same as Beast Whisper, but truly, this is the this is a twelve dollar card and it is the most expensive card in the deck that does this. There are cards that do this that cost way more. If you wanted to tighten up this deck. I could tell you how to drop this deck by 30 bucks. I could also tell you how to up this deck by $200 yeah. and just get extra redundancy on card draw on making spells cheaper, um, giving things haste. But Guardian Project, there's $12 you could probably save. Uh, we also have Heroic Intervention in here, which is obviously just another green staple. Single uh, colorless and a green for the instant that's permanent. You control gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn i mean there are there are some other options in green i know there's one that like there's a one in a green instant that uh regenerates all creatures which if you're looking those are the two yeah i think those are the only two cards these are in here because sometimes you gotta make 50 oozes and you can't attack that turn yeah so and you gotta let them live you gotta survive board wipes when that happens Right, so like you kind of need a heroic intervention or that other one, mm-hmm. which is not even close to this much money. Yeah, and not even close to being this good either, because it doesn't True. do everything you want. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Rishkar's expertise is also yeah. popping off in this deck again. Another staple, really, the six mana um, sorcery that draw cards equal to the greatest power. One creatures you control, and then you can cast a card with CMC five or less from your hand yeah that card's eight bucks heroic interventions 11 bucks like right this is 30 dollars right here 31 dollars you can lose just by losing these three cards like this is a draw spell heroic is sort of a protection spell guardian project is the hardest one to cut because that is that ability is crucial to having the storm function right um one um go ahead yeah, I mean, I was about to move on to cards that we didn't run for price, but... Uh, oh, yeah, no, you know what? Let's talk about that first. Sure, so, like, Great Hinge would be perfect for that, but that's a $50 card right now. Crazy, that's expensive. Right? 50 bucks. But, yeah, I mean, it gains you life, it comes down cheap, it ramps you, and it makes bigger creatures and draws you cards. Like, no, it does a lot, but I don't know if it does 50 bucks. There's, and there's of course, the one we mentioned, Concordant Crossroads, single green world enchantment yeah. that gives all creatures haste. The thing about Concordant Crossroads that I see some people do sometimes is they'll play this, like, just because it's in their hand. They'll just huh. drop it, like, kind of in an earlier turn. And don't do that. It's like, I get it if you're worried about, like, a wheel or something. Like, if you think you're up against decks that might do that, of course. But. If we're just talking about playing this card, like don't play this card until you have the board because you don't want to be giving everyone haste uh, as much as I mean, unless I mean, look, we've all played in fun games or like whatever strategies kind of out the window. You were just having a good time. That's fine. That I mean, sure. Uh, absolutely. But if you think, you know, it's going to kill you first, don't play this card. Yeah. It's a single green. The beauty of Concordant Crossroads is it is essentially pay one pay a single green give everything on your board haste right um so you should like much like an overrun spell uh i mean you only would cast an overrun spell at that time but cast it when you're about to make your big like it like i should say like a um like an anthem drop anthems once you have the board not before same thing right right um, if we're talking pricey cards that go great, how about Aluren? Oof. This card's a reserveless card. It's like about a hundred bucks. Although Scryfall says oh, you can find yeah. one for ninety. Um, it's two green green enchantment. 
Any player may cast creature spells with mana value three or less without paying their mana costs and as though they had flash. A lot of our artifacts are that cheap, so this would be a great way to just assist with their game plan. You know, if you if you have one or you got a hundred bucks, sure. Uh, you got glimpse of nature here, which is a single green for a sorcery of whenever you play a cre- whenever you cast a creature spell this turn, draw a card. It's a one minute sorcery yeah. that does what we want to do. It's thirty bucks. Yeah, and then the, ironically, like we've kind of like like primed everyone for yeah. expensive cards. This seems cheap now. Etherflux Reservoir is only sixteen bucks. <laughs> so if hey, bargain! If you're casting a ton of creatures in a turn, we don't need Eve. We like if you're also a storm deck, it's one card slot yeah. that is an alternative way to use your storm turn to sneak and uh, kill a second player. Or a full victory. I would also think of well, I thought of them. So so the whole thing is we want to get our storm count really high because we want to uh, make copies of Ave, right? Yeah. And so wouldn't it work that we could make our storm count half as much, make it a little easier on ourselves, but if we had something like... Um, a parallel lives out we w- we would only need half the storm count because then ave makes double those tokens right right the, while we're at it well, i'm not some doubling a doubling, doubling season. season of course does the same thing these are both very expensive cards oh and then there's the other one that doubles the counters that come down right that makes every ooze twice as big it's got a gorilla in the art primal vigor yeah, that's just yeah, a doubling yeah, yeah, season, yeah. but for everyone, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, well, it's only plus one plus one counters, but yes, it. But it, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay, and I'm yeah. gonna just duck down to see how much. Wow, parallel lives is fifty bucks. That's crazy to me. Primal vigor, also fifty bucks. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. I've won games because my opponents played primal vigor. Like it shouldn't be the same. <laughs> like primal vigor. I get it. You, same thing. You drop it on the turn. You're going to do your big thing and then you win, right? That's how you're supposed to play it. But like if you leave it out for a turn, other people are going to take advantage of it and they get to they get to do their thing usually before you do. Uh, anyways. Anyways. We can talk about the most expensive. We can talk about the cards not included for days and days and days. Uh, but this this deck looks like I, I, I don't think green like mono green when I think of Storm. So I'm, I'm happy this deck exists. I think that this is a super challenging deck on a budget you got to get so lucky Mm -hmm. the pieces have to line up but if you are in a play group where you're fine proxying cards that are 10 bucks or more or 50 bucks in your play groups it's like yeah if it's expensive proxy we want high power decks but we don't want to pay hundreds of dollars for them Proxy up that great hinge. Proxy up that concordant crossroads. Like I think this is a fun high power deck if you got the money for it. I think proxying up those those types of crazy expensive spells uh, is a good move. Is a fine move. I think because I think especially also like it feels like to me anyways like some of the, sometimes those cards are hard to find even like it's hard to well, find one that yeah you know, like like. So I don't know. Like maybe I got fifty bucks to drop on it, but my LGS doesn't have one. Exactly. And then like, where do I go? And now I got to pay shipping. That's an extra ten bucks. I'm not gonna put it in the mail. I'm gonna pay for like 
priority post like fancy you know and what if you're the type trackable yeah what if you're like me where you're like i might have this deck for two or three months but then i'm gonna be done with it soon you know and i went and i bought this like i bought a concordant crossroads i don't even want any other deck you know i mean you could say concordant crossroads will come up again you'll need it again true you could say it's an investment it's a staple um great hand i i think i think like although they're staples they are specifically what makes this card, this deck, do its thing the best. I think this is the best reason to proxy things. I'm not a big fan of just proxying every staple and all of your decks are good stuff dot deck yeah. full of amazing staples. Yeah. But these cards, although they are staples, are specifically geared to make this exact deck work. So I, I think that that puts them in a little bit of a different category to me. I agree. I agree. I think Storm is a weird space for Commander because it is that sort of like all the all the like what is it like all the the the, the edges matter like like yeah. cutting the corners, making sure you get you know that one mana off. That can be it, right? That can make or break your whole deck, your whole game. So. Yeah, I think that's where it does matter. So I, I, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, very fun deck. Very cool stuff. Thanks. Yeah, this was super fun. I got to ask, because we, we didn't mention it quickly, though. Did you include the other Storm green card from I the set? I did not. You didn't? Oh, okay. Because all, the only thing that that one does is when you're storming, that card gets to be cast cheaper. Oh, that's but that? it'll, okay. But it'll never be cheaper than two green. So... Because it's got green, green in the mana cost. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, I mean, I'd rather cast free things. I didn't even know what it did. I, just, I assumed it did something better than that. But anyways. It doesn't. It does. It It is. It is a payoff for Storm, but it doesn't Storm. Right. It doesn't have Storm written on it. It doesn't. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It, it like indicates Storm because it's called yeah. like yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. Anyways. For each spell cast before, this costs less. Uh, all right. Well, uh, like I said, very fun deck. I love a storm deck. I love to hear people playing storm decks and well, you know, some, you know, people can have people feel how they want to about storm decks. I think this one's more on the like fair sort of creaturey side of it. So actually that's, that's an interesting take as well. Um, We'll be out with Lost Cards uh, on Ooh, Thursday, so t- it's a spicy one. Check out that. Check out the Lost Cards for this one because I, I, yeah, I got a feeling it's going to be very interesting. Uh, but other than that, we're done. Uh, we'll see you back here next week with a brand new episode three, episode three hundred. So come on back and check it out. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends. Like and subscribe, add a comment or two. See you later. Bye.